Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Uh, lots of stuff to get to, and with any good show, you have to be willing to toss out the plan to go in the direction the listeners want to go. And no, that's not turning off the mic and going home. I know there are a lot of listeners who would probably like that, but I'm not going to do that. But now I got to talking about just uh, Americans are kind of tired of this nonsense uh, being run over, uh, being lied to about the border, being lied to about everything, being told you can't talk about certain things, being told that what you believe is disinformation or misinformation. And then you got even people near and dear to you telling you, oh, yeah, you need to let that go because, you know, that's old news. Oh, really? No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to let these abuses and usurpations just go by me because once you allow this to happen, then it'll continue ad nauseum. That's what uh, I'm saying with with regard to, uh, you know, San Francisco. San Francisco, some morons decided because of the the orchestrated riots, the the, uh, riots of 2020, which were bought and paid for by George Soros, among others. There is no race uh, issue in this country. We are not a racist country. We are not more racist than we've ever been. There are no more, there are not uh, massive amounts of police killings of unarmed black people in this country. You know what there is? There's a lot of black people killing black people. About 13 times the national average. And and people are tired of it. And then what does San Francisco do? They decide they're going to defund the police. A bunch of white Karen cul-de-sac liberals decide, oh yeah, those little brown people need fewer police. And then what happens? The country burns. The country burns. Listen to this. Chicago, a city I used to want to live in, it is easy to get away with murder in Chicago. Are you ready? You better sit down for this. My son wanted to move to Chicago. Uh, you know, it's up to him. I don't want him to. Two-thirds of all homicides go unsolved in the Windy City. Half of all U.S. murders are never brought to justice. You know what that means? We are the lowest rate of any developed nation in this country. We have been played by politicians, by leftists, to forsake law enforcement, to allow those who would steal, those who would take, to run roughshod over us. And right now, we have the lowest rate of unsolved murders in the world. Unbelievable. Right now, uh, it looks like uh, the vast majority of homicides in Illinois, in Chicago, did not get cleared, the homicides, between 2016 and 2020. It's, uh, it, it sits below the national average for murders cleared 50%. 
Unbelievable. Germany, by contrast, clears 90% of its murders. The FBI defined a cleared case as one where a suspect is unidentified and arrested. In, uh, in, in Oakland, California, another Democrat bastion, 27% of murders are cleared. You can get away with murder in these cities. You can get away with murder. Nordstrom has shut down both stores in San Francisco. Target has locked its entire product range behind security glass. Whole Foods has shuttered. You want this to happen in your neighborhood? I could give a rat's behind about San Francisco at this point. You, you, you voted for Democrats. You made your bed and you can lie in it. But a lot of other people are going to be affected by this. And if you don't want this to happen, you better be willing to step up. And say something and pressure a lawmaker. Listen to this. Nordstrom, they're leaving uh, their, their, their San Francisco stores. They are blaming a changed dynamic of the city. We just see numerous major chains turn, uh, turn tail in the face of soaring crime. The Westfield Mall location said in a statement that the move was brought on by deteriorating situation in downtown San Francisco, which has left customers and staff feel unsafe. Rampant crime in downtown San Francisco has left numerous retailers thrown Throwing up their hands and moving out. In April, Whole Foods announced it was closing its doors, while Anthropology, you know, that store where you never go in, you just walk around and you look around and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want anything in it. And Office Depot have also left. Remaining stores like Target have been reduced to locking up their entire stock behind glass to deter shoplifters. Is that the country you want to live in? Because that's what happens when you, you succumb to crime. That's when you let the criminals run everything. And when you vote for idiots who allow it to happen, I had mentioned this big lot store and these employees, and maybe it's the time to to uh, celebrate people who stop crime instead of blaming them, instead of suing them, instead of the guy breaking into your house with a knife to kill your family and you shoot him and you end up getting sued. You know what? That that nonsense has to end. It has to end. Two big lots managers in California fired for confronting a shoplifter outside the store as they tried to get a cart back uh, that they were using to steal 15 jugs of laundry detergent. So some jackweed uh, just throws in 15 jugs of Tide laundry detergent, each one of those, well, about 16, 20, 8, 17 bucks. I do all the shopping. So a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff, just going to steal it. And what they do is they go in, like the, what they do in uh, different cities around the country, go in and steal a bunch of stuff, and then they'll sell it on the street and buy drugs with it. So the, the manager at the Big Lot said, at Christmas, we had 40 brand new shopping carts. In March, they're down to five. So we are instructed no carts are to leave the store whatsoever, no matter what customers are allowed to take it. Here is the story about these heroes who worked at Big Lots. It was the afternoon of April 5th at the Big Lots store on Olive Drive, just east of the 99 freeway. A customer had loaded his shopping cart with 15 big orange jugs of Tide laundry detergent and headed straight out the door. Two Big Lots managers followed him out, but not to try and detain him or even confront him. They just wanted to get their shopping cart back after he was finished with it. A week later, they were both out of jobs. Lily Oxford was the manager of the Big Lots furniture section. For Christmas, we had just got 40 brand new carts. Wow. It's March, we're down to five carts. So our, we are instructed no carts are to leave that store whatsoever. The cart's wheel locking mechanism kicked in just outside the front doors and the alleged thief had to drag the cart. 
Oxford and the other manager, who had been trailing far behind, unintentionally caught up as he was loading the stolen bottles into what was apparently a getaway car. Oxford and the other manager took out their phones and from a distance started recording the scene. That spooked the alleged thief who climbed out of the car and ran away. The getaway driver was apologetic. And said, here, ma'am, take it all, take it all. And I'm thinking, oh, great, I'm getting all my stuff back. By this time, the store employees had an appreciative audience. I had people, at least three different people out here, just apply to me because it happens so much. So many customers. Yeah, you know what? Have you, have you seen some of the other stories lately? Did you see the story about the pizza delivery guy who's standing there on the porch and he's got the pizza in his hand and he looks and he sees a police high pursuit and he sees this jackweed jump up out of the car and start to run and the guy just takes the pizza walks down to the end of the sidewalk sticks his leg out trips the guy and the police get him fortunately he's not being charged with a crime but we need to return to the point where people who stop crime people who fight to save their neighborhoods their stores they're celebrated not fired or not sued it's ridiculous I love it. I, and like I said, I saw this. It was a Coles, I think. These two women, they go in. They got this attitude. They're just going to steal whatever they want. And they load up with Coles stuff, and they got bags, and they walk to the door. And this guy sees the first one, and he grabs the second one, just grabs her by the shoulder strap. She turns around to cold cock him, hits him, and he did a beat down. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus and pass the mashed potatoes. If he needs money for his legal defense, I might even contribute to it. Because otherwise... What's happening in San Francisco and Portland is going to happen where you live. <laughs> Look at this. San Francisco drug deaths up 41%. 200 in the first quarter. 800 people will die. Maybe 1,000 people will die of drug overdoses in San Francisco because morons who are children in charge of San Francisco don't know how to uh, create law and order. And they think they can reinvent everything, and all they do is turn things to crap. I really do believe we've just reached a breaking point on uh, the amount of stupid we can take anymore. Honestly. Let's go uh, to, uh, do we have a phone call? Do we have uh, Jonathan? Oh, we have George in town. So let's go to George. George, welcome to the show. What's going on, bro? How you doing, Rob? Uh, listen, I'm an early walkaway member. Back in the days when I oh, was yeah. drowned and drunk, I voted for Jimmy Carter. And I voted for <laughs> Bill Clinton the first time. Yeah. And then, in that 30 years past that, I only voted for one Democrat about 18 years ago. Yeah. I grew up in Baltimore. 60 yeah. years of Democrats has destroyed that city. Oh. I live out in the county now. They're destroying the county at this point. I know. They're making lots of uh, crazy rules and laws here. But the Democrat Party somehow has morphed into the party of crime, violent crime and criminals, illegal aliens, high taxes, restrictions, Penalties, fees, tolls. I think they're purposely breaking down small businesses. And Obama said he wants to transform the country. They're dismantling this country. You're exactly right, George. Uh, this, this is, and I told you, this is a Maoist revolution. This is a Maoist communist revolution. Uh, 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 Barack Obama is a spoiled child. He grew up in uh, in Hawaii, uh, the Punahou School. When he wasn't there, he was he was in uh, where the hell he was, Kenya or whatever. He's always been a privileged person. He's never given a rat's behind about uh, people in inner cities. He was a historic figure. He was the first black president in American history. What has he said 
about what's happening in American cities. What has he said about another generation of young black men and women growing up with no hope, no direction in places like Baltimore? Nothing, because he doesn't give a damn, George. And I got to tell you, we can't rely on those in power to uh, to do this, particularly in bastions of, of a Democrat leadership like uh, like Baltimore. And uh, and it's time to start uh, fighting. It start. It's time to start raising hell. It's time to start saying no. And and I, we, we're already beginning to see this, but we've got a long way to go. Go ahead. I think if you have a children or grandchildren who are American citizens, legal American citizens, I don't care what race, gender, anything about that, and you're still voting for Democrats, you have a screw loose. Yeah, yeah, I agree, George. At this point, I don't understand how anyone could be affiliated with the Democrat Party. And, and I mean that sincerely. When you look at a party that is uh, the most sacred thing on their platform is uh, abortion at with no limits, uh, uh, transitioning children to the opposite gender after your government shutdowns have so traumatized children that one in ten in high school are committing suicide. Uh, when you are so down with an open border allowing millions of illegals to wash over the country while over 100,000 people die of overdoses, 75% from fentanyl and the largest group between 12 and 18 years old, then it's probably time you should abandon the party that supports that. I appreciate the phone call. George, let's go to Eileen in Santa Cruz. Hello, Eileen. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Rob. Yeah. So, um, you know what I think uh, would solve a lot of this uh, problem? With theft and, you know, even the abortion issue and these mass murders and uh, just all this killing is if we make very large uh, posters of the Ten Commandments and put them everywhere. And so these people are not going to get away with it. They think that they are, you know, they can be lawless um, and, and with impunity, but the the reality is is there is a maker and they will stand uh, to account mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so i wonder if just posting like they used to put those in the public schools the they used to have the 10 commandments posted in the public schools and the greatest problem in the schools at the time was running in the halls and chewing gum <laughs> Well, Eileen, I, I appreciate the sentiment. I think one of the things we need to do is we need to uh, get the money out of politics, get the big players out of politics like George Soros and uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, and look at where the influence is happening, who is getting people elected, who is getting uh, these uh, these Soros-backed uh, uh, prosecutors, these soft-on-crime t- on prosecutors elected. And we've also got to cr- uh, fix, this, fix this election system because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't trust the American election system. If you do, I think you are very, very, uh, you're, you're living in la-la land. If you think even our federal elections are without uh, malfeasance and without election interference and fraud, you're out of your nut. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a point where people are like, uh, why even vote? You know, when you look at Arizona, what the hell? Why even vote? When you can look at a secretary of state who shouldn't even be, should have recused herself being in charge of the vote. She was in charge of fixing the election problems, and 65% of the voting machines in Maricopa County stopped working on election day, the day that Republicans were going to vote because they were afraid if they waited until, if they, if they didn't vote in person, they'd have their vote stolen.
So we've got to start saying no to all of this nonsense. Got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. If you're looking for a woke take on current events, just go back to sleep because you're not getting it here. It's The Rob Carson Show. So I came up with an expression a while back, don't cut the stupid. And there's a lot of stupid that's going around the country. And once you capitulate to it and once you you uh, get so uh, beaten into submission that you allow uh, stupid things to happen, then then the, the creep will get even further. All right. So the day that you, uh, you know, you decide that, yeah, I could not get a deadly virus by wearing a cloth mask. Uh, you know, the day that you just accept wearing the cloth mask, sometimes you're forced to do it. Then you've caught the stupid. Uh, the same goes with allowing people to steal stuff out of stores. That if you just allow it to happen and allow it to happen sooner or later, those stores are going to leave and your town is going to become a, a crap hole like uh, San Francisco, uh, like the state of California is becoming in many ways. Why do you suppose so many people are leaving New York and California? You can see the demographic data. It changes with the policy changes in different cities. People leave Democrat-run strongholds that allow crime, that defund police. Duh. It's not just necessarily about, you know, no state income tax, which is glorious in states like Tennessee and, and, in, uh, and in Florida. It's also about just stupid, stupid leadership in cities like San Francisco and Portland and Chicago now. And look at the number of people streaming out of Illinois. And then top of everything else, they screwed up the schools. So the next generation's going to even be more screwed up than before. It's really time to stop saying, uh, it's time to say no to the stupid. And it's time to do something about it. Let's go to Jonathan in Albuquerque. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Rob. Uh, you know, it, I'm calling from Albuquerque, as you mentioned, and you just mentioned stupid. We have that in droves here. What, what we are up against is in the city of Albuquerque, the city council has passed, well, they, they've forced policy now that allows folks to steal up to $1,000, and the Albuquerque Police Department are allowed to do nothing about it. Yeah. And so it's not just it's not just stupid voters, which we have here, because, you know, my wife and I, we do a local radio show. We've talked to a lot of people. What we keep running into is, is people just keep telling us, you know, I vote Democrat because that's what my family's always done, and that's what we always keep doing. <laughs> so we end up with just more stupidity because we have voters who don't stop and think. And what we try to convey is that, look, you, you got to get involved. you got to do something. And... <clears throat> We know a lot of people don't want to get into politics, but they're looking at, like, running for governor and things like that. But so many people fail to realize that you just need to start somewhere, and city councils are a great place to start because, in many instances, it's the city council that is responsible for a good portion of this stuff. Jonathan, i got to tell you uh, that Albuquerque would do this. What, what good's going to happen, uh, Jonathan? What's going to happen in Al Albuquerque? Well, your Targets are going to go. Your Walmarts are going to go. Just like they've happened anywhere else, you may think it's not going to happen. Uh, you're going to have to, the, the people of Albuquerque are going to have to get the dumbasses who did that out of office. And and I would venture to say, if I saw, like I said, if I saw a, somebody stealing stuff out of a Walmart, I would go let some air out of one of their tires. You shouldn't do that. It's really? You know what? I'm tired of this nonsense. 
I'm really tired of it. And if that doesn't work, I'll block their car in, take the keys, go in and wait for the police arrive. Uh, you know, it's yeah, time for us to say no to this nonsense. Yeah, and I love that idea. And we actually have a Walmart that closed here. And the crazy thing is Walmart is a company that had for, for decades has always written in loss into their budget. They budget for loss. And yeah. here in Albuquerque, and it's not unique here, but the losses are so great that even Walmart saying, we've had enough, we're done. I know, you're exactly right. Jonathan, i got to run. You know, it is time to say no to the stupid, time to fight back. Uh, I've got a couple of ideas. I'd love to hear yours. Uh, we have got uh, Job Talifi, host of the Daily Caller Live and a TPUSA contributor up next to talk about all of this and more. Don't go anywhere. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. We the people are mad as hell. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, going to be talking to Joe Tylefi, known as Joe Bob. Coming in just a second. Before we get to that, I want to play. This is Corinne Jean-Pierre saying that 90% of illegals, uh, there have been a reduction of 90% of illegal entry into the country. It was a lie. Uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. Okay, that was a lie, all right? That was a lie, all right? Normally, you know, when you're on TV, I'm told, don't say they lie. Oh, really? That was a freaking lie. What she just did there was a lie. It is the opposite of the truth. That's nonsense. 13,000 illegals crossing over after Title 42 goes away. Uh, they're talking hundreds of thousands, uh, millions streaming across the southern border. One of the reasons why Peter Ducey is so popular right now is because he is a truth teller, like Tucker Carlson, by the way. Listen to this exchange yesterday. Yesterday, that when it comes to illegal migration, You've seen it come down by more than 90%. It's a Where lie. did that number come from? It was, because I was CBP speaking. is telling us the number is... I hear you. I'm about to answer. 136,000 people more I'm about to this answer fiscal you. year so if far. You, if, you, if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. It's not dramatic to ask for the truth. Uh, if the dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about... Okay. I'm, I'm going to answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program, as you know, the president. Yeah, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. She thought she'd get away with it, but she's been, hold, she's been held to the truth by him. I think that's why Tucker Carlson has gone from Fox, to be quite honest. Let's go to our, our friend uh, Jobo here on the phone. Jobo, how you doing, my friend? Or Joe Bob, sorry, 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 sorry. Joe Bob, welcome to the show. God, I'm, I'm good. I also would like to mention to your audience that I am the leading scorer in the NBA. I also won a world championship in uh, every sport. <laughs> I am the president of the United States. And all of those things are just as true as KJP's statement that illegal immigration has gone down 90%. I got to tell you, bud, uh, I, I just, the, the left is so blatant. They know that they're going to get covered. Uh, and, and when they get exposed, they hate it. And, and I think that Peter Ducey does that. He's one of the few people who are able to do that for some reason. And people love it. Uh, I think also the reason Tucker is gone is because he was the only person really on Fox News who wasn't just going to leave some stories in the past, just forget they ever happened. He was, he was a pursuer of truth. 
truth, and and they let him go so they could they could get some of that sweet sweet you know agency money that has been denied so many by by people like the uh, the the creators of the global disinformation index. And I think we run a real risk of homogenizing truth to only what the government wants if we take down people like Tucker Carlson. What are your your latest thoughts on uh, on Tucker's departure and Fox's reaction to it? Well, you, you know, before that, I, I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier. Uh, you said you're not supposed to say the word lie, which is a thing that I've never quite understood. If somebody is blatantly lying, and for, for viewers listening, it's kind of like this weird unspoken rule that nobody gets to, nobody's allowed to say. Well, you, you have to say, well, that's a little bit far from the truth, or that <laughs> might be a little far-fetched. But, but I, I've never understood why you can't just say that is an outright lie. Remember when... Uh, Oh, I forget the congressman's name, but during the State of the Union address, Obama flat out lied, and he said, you lie. And everyone was yes. like, oh, no, this is terrible. But it also, Obama was lying. So, you know, I, I get decorum. I understand all of that. But I, to your point, I don't understand why we're not allowed to call liars liars. Um, to the point of Fox News, I think it's fascinating, and I, I don't want to sound repetitive because I'm sure a lot of people have said this sort of thing, but Tucker's two-minute-long video that he posted to Twitter has, I think, around 10 times the average weekly viewership that Fox News has. So in terms of whether or not they're going to be suffering from it, they already are. And, uh, you know, I am, you know, maybe I'm stupidly optimistic, but I am. Are you there, Job? Job? Uh, And I I don't, you know, I don't think they actually will, but, you know, uh, it remains to be seen, but but at the end of the day, yeah, Tucker can do whatever he wants uh, and probably get way more viewership than he would have gotten on Fox for the foreseeable future. So it, it is the it is the Bud Light transgender decision of uh, cable news. <laughs> yes, yes, and and you know I think we've kind of reached a uh, uh, the limit. Uh, we what I would call critical stupid. I think people are really done with it. I I know that uh, there was a good share of that before the midterms, and then uh, for some reason the uh, Democrats were able to hold the Senate, even though five million more Republicans voted than Democrats in the midterms. But we can we can you know uh, you you have your own opinions on that. But uh, but I think we've really reached a point of uh, of just we're tired of it. I think we're. We're done with the nonsense. We're done with the lying. We can see through it. Uh, we are getting rid of, we are t- telling people like Disney, we're not going to go to Disney. If you're going to say that uh, preventing children from being taught sex and sexuality in elementary school is bad, then we'll be done with Disney. If you're going to hire somebody, not, it's not about a transgendered person being a spokesperson for Bud Light. It is about a man who dresses up like a woman and is making fun of women uh, and then taking work and endorsing products that women use that he is physically not able to use. It is the absurdity. It is a slap in the face to mothers and daughters and wives. And that's why people have said, no, it's not about uh, it's not about transphobia. It's about we're tired of the nonsense. Joe, Bob, what do you think? You know, I called when when Dylan Mulvaney, the dude who was endorsed by Tampax, is uh, talking about Oh well, Tampax, which which create, makes tampons, by the way, men don't need those. Uh, me and a friend of mine thought it would be hilarious if we called Tampax the helpline and said, "Hey, I'm a transgender, and I'm just wondering where do I put it?" And sorry if that gets a little graphic for the listeners there, but at the same time, it was just a funny thing because the person on the other end of the phone, and I don't really blame her because she seemed like a a sweet Midwestern woman, was kind of like, "Um, yeah." 
I don't know. Please don't badger me with these questions. We end up feeling bad. But it just kind of highlighted the stupidity of all of this. Uh, Matt Walsh had a, had a great uh, bit, too, where he said, if, uh, if a, a man was lying on the ground saying, I think I had a miscarriage, would you treat him for the miscarriage? No, yeah. you would not. So the absurdity is at a fever pitch. Uh, Elon Musk has a great fail fast uh, uh, approach to problems, and that's actually kind of where I am with this sort of stuff. I would love, and, and this, I, I'm making my way back to a point here, I would love to see corporations go as woke as possible, as quick as possible, because like you said, I think people are waking up to it. And what I don't want to have happen is to see a prolonged period of slowly waking up. I think corporations going as woke as they can, as fast as they can, will just snap the American people back into reality and say, screw this quicker than uh, the slow progression. And regardless, I hope people wake up to it, but uh, I, I'm, I'm leaning more. Whenever I see some craziness, I go, good. I, let's show more people how insane this stuff is and get them on our side. Well, I, I like to say, because I've been writing a, a political satire for a number of years, uh, we need to just call them out. We need to uh, embarrass them. We need to do our level best to humiliate them, although they don't have shame. But we need to laugh at them while fighting against them. We need to make them look like buffoons. <laughs> because literally, Joe Bob, they, they, they say of us, oh, you only believe there are two genders. How stupid. But are you, no, 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 no. There's no laughter there. You have no, you have no basis to be laughing at me. You're an idiot. You're, you, you know, honestly, you're an idiot. It, we, we, we have to say no to idiocy, and we need to, we need to call this out by making fun of them, and then we need to figure out a way to, uh, to shut down the movement. And one of the ways is don't buy Bud Light, don't watch Netflix, don't go to Disney World. I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, uh, so you said you wrote political satire. Uh, we call that prophecy nowadays, uh, considering <laughs> how many of those things end up coming true. I, I'll tell you a story. This is kind of interesting. And, and I love I, the whole reason why I'm in this movement is because I like to make fun of ridiculous ideas, ridicule them out of existence. I was on, uh, I was on tour with Turning Point USA uh, with Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens the, the entire month of March. And I, I did this little bit where I pulled up a member of the audience and I did a, a death-defying cultural stunt, the likes of which no one has seen, and I, believe it or not, guessed their gender. Rob, I'm happy to tell you that I was 100% on the tour. I didn't miss a single, single one. Uh, and it's just, it, but, it, but at the same time, it was, it was very, very eye-opening to see how funny people thought it was. And it was a good thing to see how many people actually understand reality. Now, I wish those people got a little bit more vocal about it so that we could take this country back faster. But at the end of the day, I wholeheartedly agree. Make fun of it until it can't exist anymore. Uh, ridicule it out of existence. Uh, I, I, I strive to do that every day, and I would encourage everybody else, you know, of course, it's maddening, but also they really hate being laughed at. So uh, let's go ahead and laugh at them. I think we got to do it. You know, it's kind of cool, Joe Bob, is that um, there are some people who, like I remember used to watch Russell Brand. Russell Brand, I remember him speak. He was like a host on the MTV Music Awards about 15 years ago. He was a radical leftist. He was as anti, well, George Bush is a different case, I understand. But he was, and now what is he? He's kind of becoming the voice of common sense. Same goes with Bill Maher. Bill Maher is still very wrong on a lot of issues but he's he's kind of have you know he's acting like oh i haven't changed oh yeah you have
have, Bill. You have, uh, because the absurdity has become too too uh, blatant to to ignore anymore. And so that's why I keep thinking that we are we're turning the tide on this nonsense. Well, it's also funny too because Bill, when he talks about labels. It's kind of fascinating. He says, well, I'm not a conservative, but I do think this. I'm not a conservative. Well, if you look at what the standard definition of conservative is, to be conserving something, Bill Maher is dead set, hell-bent on conserving reality. So in the classical definition, I think Bill Maher falls under the conservative category. Now, I agree with you. He is wrong about a lot of things. His whole, uh, he likes a big social pro- pro- uh, program, and uh, I don't think those are going to work. But at the end of the day, too, at least, at least he understands what's in front of their, what's in front of his face. He has two eyes and he knows how to use them. Um, I think more people like that, like Russell Brand, like Bill Maher, kind of coming out. Even uh, who's the Paul Stanley, the guitar player from oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. put out a thing saying, "Oh uh, yeah, hey, maybe we shouldn't mutilate the genitals of of kids." And then uh, D. Snyder came out to uh, Twisted Sister. We've wow, we've gone into I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Rock and roll stars of the 70s yes. creating po- public policy. But at the end of the day, they're both right, and the reason they're both right is because they understand reality. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I agree completely. Um, I, I think that we've reached a, uh, a maximum. I think we've reached critical stupid, and I think we're turning things around. I really appreciate you joining me on the show today, Joe Bob. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Joe Bob is a weird name. One grandpa was Joe, the other one was Bob, and that's why you have a brown guy with a hillbilly name. But you can just type in J-O-B-O-B pretty much anywhere, and you'll be able to find me. It is it is a weird name, but it is also very standoutable. I don't even know if that's the word. So you can find right. me just typing in J-O-B-O-B. All right, brother. Keep fighting the good fight. We'll have you on again soon, okay? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. So the uh, Biden administration is going to send 1,500 active duty troops to the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, this is, uh, this is a uh, uh, thing that I've talked about. Uh, the Biden administration, they make a mess and they rub your face in it. You know, like uh, some people used to, some morons used to do with their dog. They thought that you could trade your dog to not poop in the house if you rub their nose in the mess they made. It never works. It's just cruel, and you're just an, a jerk for doing it, right? But that's what the Biden administration does. They, they, they create a mess, then they rub your nose in it. And that's what they're doing with this. But what these troops are going to do is they're going to do data entry, warehouse support, and other administrative tasks. So they can insult the troops, send them to do, down to do medial tasks that actually expedite the number of people to come across the border. Are you about done with this? I'm about done with this. The deployment will last roughly three months, possible extensions, at the request of the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Austin, who needs to be uh, uh, impeached and removed from office, uh, approved the temporary Department of Defense increase of 1,500 military personnel to supplement U.S. Customs and Border Protection efforts. And all, basically, for 90 days, these 1,500 military personnel will do is uh, uh, do... um, Ground-based detection and monitoring, get data entry, and warehouse support. That's how much they hate the military. Bring them down there. Use them to, uh, to think that, you know, maybe you're thinking he's doing something about it, and then give them the worst menial task whatsoever. When they brought hundreds of National Guard troops into the United States Capitol after January the 6th, instead of before, like Donald Trump wanted, what did the Democrats do? Made them sleep in auto garages. Made them sleep in parking garages. 
Unbelievable. Tom Cotton is saying that uh, uh, Joe Biden sending 1,500 troops to the uh, to the U.S. border is a publicity stunt that will get will help get border crossers and illegal aliens into the nation's interior even quicker. This president, this swamp, this uniparty is not an ally of the people. That's it. If anything in the last five years has taught you, if, if all of this in the last five years has taught you anything, it's that the swamp, the people in charge in Washington, D.C., could give a rat's behind about you, the sovereignty of our country, the sovereignty of our country's founding. And I think we about done with it. This is, for instance, Michael Savage. Michael Savage, Dr. Michael Savage was last night on with, with uh, uh, Carl Higby on uh, Frontline, his new show on Newsmax. And uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre lied to the American people. She said that they had brought down illegal entry into the country by 90%. It was a lie. That's all. There. This should mean that she needs to be expelled from her job and she should never have another job that involves anything to do with the media. And here is what Michael Savage, this is one of the reasons why he became so popular on the radio, is because he is a truth teller and he doesn't care what other people think. Carl, if we had a real press corps, they'd stand up and scream at her and say, get off the stage. You're an embarrassment to this administration and to this nation. You're lying to us. We could see it in your eyes. We could see it in your mouth. Just shut up and get out of there. We can't take uh, yes. this anymore. <laughs> or they'd all quit and walk off the stage. This is an embarrassment. It's sickening. I don't even want to talk about her anymore. She's not the issue. She's a mouthpiece for the most deceitful, anti-American president I've ever seen in my life. Yes. And yes. I'll say it again before I go. I am an immigrant son. I'm a first-generation American. Does that give me any special status? No, but they came here to work, not to work the system, Carl. Yeah. And right now, they're living in hotels. They're being greeted by Catholic charities. On our dime. They're being given... Yeah, you know, we're being abused. Abused and usurpations, and you know how that ended before. Let's go to my friend Buster in Santa Cruz, the home of glorious KSCO. How you doing, my friend? Oh, uh, Rob, can you uh, rub some of that optimism off on me, please? <laughs> I'm, like in, I'm like in a hot spot here, Bubba. I'm no, like, bro. I think... You know, I'm going to get seriously impacted. I'm getting really worried when I realize that they're doing the opposite of what they should be doing. We should actually be sending our troops down there to protect our border, not let them in. No, this is taking the cake. I mean, I'm like, I'm going, uh-oh. I'm sitting here wondering when the impact's going to hit. Because I'll tell you something, Rob. They say that people are leaving California, but you would never know it in these sanctuary areas like San Francisco yeah. and L.A. I swear, there's more people coming here than, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Buster, I don't know how you stay in California. Unfortunately, the leadership of the Democrat Party has made California into, they've taken Eden and made it into crap. And I just think it's really sad. We're going to have to get to a point where 
we uh, we fight back, or we just essentially wall up states like California and let them have their own, you know, the way they want to do it. Uh, you know, I've talked to you about this convention of states thing, and if we get 34 states to sign on to a convention of states, then the, the states can get together. They can limit the power and scope of the federal government. They can get rid of redundancies as far as agencies are concerned, and they can uh, blow up the deep state, pave over it, and start again. And then if you want to live in states like California, where they have unrestricted abortion, unrestricted illegal immigration, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and, and allows uh, uh, you know, wholesale shoplifting from stores, then you choose to live there, buster. But we don't have to live under the same rules as California. And that's what they're trying to do with a lot of this nonsense is make it national. We need to make it local. And if you decide you want to stay in a place that Democrats have made into a hellhole, then you can go ahead and stay there. All right, we've got to take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is the Rob Carson Show. This would be the last hour of the Rob Carson Show. At the bottom of the hour, Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Mark Morgan would join us, and uh, we'll be talking about the nonsense that's happening at the border. The president ordering 1,500 soldiers to go and work in a warehouse and do administrative duties to make uh, the uh, crossing of the border a, a much easier. That's what it's all about. It's about humiliating our soldiers. It's about humiliating our police. It's about humiliating uh, patriotic Americans. And all of this nonsense that's going on in the country is being, uh, is being operated by about 10% or less of the population. And we have to just stop. Um, we have to stop playing along nicely. To be quite honest, we just have to be, we have to be done with playing along nicely. When these uh, stupid things come up, we need to uh, fight. When, when your school proposes something stupid, you go to a, a school board meeting and you, and you speak or you run for the school board, among other things. The same goes with local offices. We've got a story there in, in the state of uh, uh, Michigan, a small town there. Uh, there is a battery factory being run by the Communist Chinese Party they want to bring in, and the city council there voted in favor of it. They're selling all sorts of farmland there. They're going to build this battery factory because Joe Biden uh, uh, basically, with a stroke of a pen, uh, provided hundreds of millions of dollars to Communist China to build electric uh, batteries uh, for electric vehicles in Michigan. And uh, he also mandated that all uh, federal vehicles become electric, even though most vehicles cannot and never will be electric. So uh, the day that we all kind of point out the absurdity of this and and start fighting against it is the day that we turn the country around. The state of New York just did something really, really stupid. New York has become the first U.S. state to pass a law banning gas stoves and other fossil fuels in most new buildings in a victory for environmental activists. Oh, really? Is it? What the hell uh, about a gas stove is bad? Well, it causes a it causes asthma. Oh, shut up. It does not. We have been cooking with fire since fire was invented, you morons. And, and where, does, where does the power for uh, your electric stove come from? 
Where does it come from? Most probably coal-fired plant, uh, natural gas-burning plant. The best way to cook is with gas. I know this because I've had an electric stove for eight years, and it sucks. It's terrible. The legislation adopted by lawmakers in the Democrat-run state legislature Tuesday will be required in newly built homes to be all electric in three years' time. So what they're doing is they're putting the pedal to the metal on this green energy nonsense. And Jennifer Granholm said they're going to go ahead and they're going to, they want all of the vehicles in the military to be electric by 2030. Uh, really try to make an MRAP into an electric vehicle. It's never going to happen. Uh, do you even know what an MRAP is? No, she didn't know what an MRAP is. Because Democrats are being ruled by children right now. They don't do anything. Uh, they don't do any, inve- in, 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 they don't do their jobs. For instance, this uh, Deb Holland, who is a, uh, uh, the director of the interior, uh, this interior secretary. And the reason why she is there, because she checks a couple boxes. She's a Native American and she's a woman. She's also a complete moron. And, and uh, while well, Joe Biden, is, uh, he shut down all exploration, essentially, of uh, fossil fuels in our country, shut down the Keystone XL pipeline, made us de- uh, dependent on, on OPEC again, even though there's no reason, there's no compelling reason why we should be beholden to OPEC. We have everything we need right here. It is nonsensical to go to Venezuela and in, in, bring in their crude oil to be refined here. It is nonsensical. But what it does is it creates a crisis that doesn't have to happen so Joe Biden can say, okay, electrify everything because gas prices are going up. And this, this idiot, this Deb Holland, is being questioned by Josh Hawley. And, uh, and uh, they're saying no to uh, mining for minerals for EVs in the United States. And they're sending it to China. Why is that? Well, part of it is because Joe Biden is bought and sold for, uh, bought and sold by the country of China. But here is uh, Deb Holland being questioned by Josh Hawley about why they're not only did they shut down the uh, uh, the Keystone XL pipeline, made us dependent on foreign oil again, but why we're why we're becoming more dependent on China when we have all the minerals we need right here for EV batteries. The metals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries in those vehicles. Listen to how woefully ignorant this woman is. We need to harangue her. We need to harass her. We need to make fun of her. I'm not talking to her face. I'm not talking, following her to a restaurant. But we need to make her, her name the subject of a punchline. Nickels are, of course, lithium, nickel, graphite, and cobalt. Now... Can you tell me what nation is the largest producer of refined lithium in the world? No, I can't. It's China. Can you tell me which nation is the largest producer of refined cobalt in the world? No, Senator. It's China. Do you know what nation is the largest exporter of natural graphite to the United States globally? No, Senator. It's China. Okay. You should know this. So... You're the freaking interior secretary. All of these instances, these mandates, your decision to trade off our energy security in favor of a radical climate change agenda is making us more and more dependent on china and at the same time we get it we're not stupid we know why this is happening you are denying mining blocking mining blocking permits for mines in this country that would allow us to develop nickel and copper and cobalt because 
we're trying to, A, get us off fossil fuels by making them cost prohibitive, even though we have them right here. So we have to go to China to get uh, EVs and EV batteries. We're bringing companies into our country that will be allowed to be operated by the Chinese Communist Party. And then we will become dependent on China for our energy. This is all about payback. This is uh, uh, residents of a small town in Michigan have officially filed paperwork to initiate recall efforts against their entire township uh, governing board after the board agreed to partner with a Chinese company. More than two years ago, December 2020, members of the Green Charter Township Board agreed to a $2 billion with Goshen Inc., a Chinese company that manufactures batteries for electric vehicles. Goshen, which is headquartered in Silicon Valley but has a parent company in China, promises to bring 2,300 jobs to Macosta County. But the people don't want it because they are literally going to have the Chinese Communist Party set up a shop in the facility, here are the townspeople addressing the board members and telling them, yangle me around much longer. I guarantee you will, we will expose all of your corruption. Everyone. And then listen to the, the board members dismissing the people, just like they do in Washington, D.C. One of you. All right, you, you will be held accountable. Well, Mark my words. Dale, you can snicker, you can throw the papers under your desk, but you know what? We all know what you are. Yeah. And then that guy, literally, under his breath, you could see it, call her the B word. Yeah. That's what the people in charge think about you and me. It used to be just federal, now it's national. But the company shall set up a party organization and carry out party activities, Chinese Communist Party activities, in accordance with the Constitution of the Ch Communist Party of China. The company shall ensure necessary conditions for carrying out party activities according to the corporate statement with regard to the factory. And now what our, uh, the people of that county ought to do is go park their tractors, their pickup trucks themselves at the groundbreaking ceremony and shut it down and recall every one of the people who voted for it. End of story. There you go. And on top of everything else, our, we have people in charge of our military. These should be the most serious people you could possibly imagine. They are the ones who are in charge of defending our country, our sovereignty, uh, our position in the world as a superpower from the people in the world who would like to take us down. And there are many. If you think because you have a $1,200 phone in your pocket that China doesn't want to kill you, your children, and take your property, you're out of your mind. They do. But our Navy has decided to hire its first non-binary drag queen, Harpy Daniels, to attract new recruits to the Navy. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid in the 70s and I saw all the village people. I, I guess it was a different time. I, I didn't think they were gay. Uh, then I saw the video for this this morning. I mean, super gay.
So that's what they're doing. The Navy, the Navy's appointment of a non-binary drag queen as its first digital ambassador has start, sparked fury, disbelief, and mockery of the Defense Department. Yeoman, sec- or could be yo woman, second class Joshua Kelly, whose stage no- name is Harpy Daniels, announced on TikTok in November that she, she, would be the Navy's first digital ambassador, highlighting her journey from performing on board beginning in 2018 and growing up to become an advocate for those who were oppressed over years, for years in the service. On her newly deleted Instagram page, she listed her pronouns as he, as she, and her, but also called herself non-binary. So that's what the uh, Navy is using to recruit people into the Navy. Some veterans and conservatives are slamming the Navy for trying to solve a recruiting crisis by appointing a drag queen. Uh, in November last year, as part of a, an effort to boost recruitment, she and four others were given the non-paid digital ambassador roles. And here is how people are responding to it. I'm sure China is terrified. This must strike fear into our enemies. The U.S. Navy are now using a drag queen, Joshua Kelly, a.k.a. Harpy Daniels, to attract new enlistment. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. I guess, and I hate to do this, I really, really do, because I respect people in uniform. I respect those who would uh, raise their hand and say they will swear their lives, their sacred honor to defend me, uh, you, our country, and our way of life. Thank you. But when you have people in charge who do things like this, then you need to make the Navy Bud Light. You need to make the service Bud Light. You need to send a powerful message that they either get serious about defending the country and they get rid of this this uh, social equity nonsense, or we're not going to play along with it. I, I and I, you know, if you have a different solution, please, please tell me. But right now, recruitment is down massively. You may recall a couple of years ago, they came up with an animated movie that talked about a, a recruit and her two moms, and, and she was going to become a recruit. And she was strong, and I'm like, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. We have to get people who uh, into the military who are willing to kill our enemies. As Rush Limbaugh used to say, kill people and blow up stuff. And if we are uh, recruiting people for any other reason, then we're not doing it right. On the way, I've got an update on, uh, on Bud Light. And then, and then Portland decided to, uh, to uh, issue and, and mandate training for how to interact with LGBTQIA2S plus to the police. And then the police are seeing these videos. They were told they could have an anonymous forum and they could comment on the video. And almost all of them said, this is stupid. We're not going to play along. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left has been waging a war on America for decades. That's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's The Rob Carson Show. So, uh, Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, will join us at the bottom of the hour. If you want to uh, chime in on... Whether you want Tucker Carlson to return to cable, 
You can text three nine uh, the word event I should say to three nine seven four seven. It's a Newsmax poll. Uh, event is the word. Text it to three nine seven four seven if you'd like to uh, chime in on it. Newsmax, which has seen a, an enormous surge in our audience in the wake of Tucker Carlson being fired, uh, this according to Mediaite, by the way, uh, says that they are launching a new five person panel program beginning at nine o'clock Eastern next week. Starring, are you ready for this? Chris Plant. Chris Plant is a friend of mine. I've known Chris, geez, since like 2005. And uh, he, uh, uh, he's, you know, one of the things that Chris does really well is uh, he's funny. He's funny. Uh, if you listen to his show, he, he has a great sense of humor. He's got unbelievable experience in the news industry. Um, it, do you remember? He probably won't remember this. I've been following politics a long time. Uh, but the Secretary of Commerce, I believe, in the Clinton administration, Ron Brown, he was killed in a plane crash when, uh, when, uh, when uh, uh, Bill Clinton was the president. And I remember that. Well, uh, Chris Plant was supposed to be on that plane, and he missed it like that. He also just missed the uh, plane flying into the Pentagon. He was right, he was headed to work. He had an office at the Pentagon. He used to work at uh, at CNN. I think you're going to really enjoy uh, Chris Plant, and uh, I think he's going to bring a perspective that I, I think is going to blow you. And he's also a truth teller. He doesn't BS. He doesn't uh, he doesn't uh, let other people tell him what to say. Um, he's got a lot of life experience. I it, I am thrilled. I am thrilled. I'm thrilled by this. It's such good news. So uh, details on that coming up. Uh, yeah. This is a new. He- this is another headline from uh, Mediate. Shocking: seventy-five percent of Trump supporters said they'll vote for him because they believe the fantasy that he won in the twenty twenty election. Huh. That's kind of interesting, and I'm not going to say anything else about that. But anyway, it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. Okay. So uh, you know about uh, saying no to the stupid. We've kind of talked about reaching critical stupid in our country, and the only way we're going to turn back the stupidity is to say no. For instance, Bud Light. Bud Light is at at risk of losing its status as the best-selling beer in America. Bud Light was unstoppable. This is sad because I know a lot of people. Like I lived, uh, you know, in Missouri for uh, ten years, and uh, in places like Columbia, Missouri, and Springfield, Missouri, some of the best, the biggest employers are Anheuser Busch distributors, uh, and it's a big business, and they're suffering. And, and Bud Light brought this upon themselves. But a beer industry expert says Bud Light in danger of losing their status as the country's number one beer. That's big. If you can take Bud Light down for woke nonsense, then, then anything's possible. Uh, last year, $4.8 billion worth of Bud Light was sold in stores, making it the top U.S. beer brand, followed by Modelo Especial, which I bought the guys working on my house yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's a 3.75 billion Michelob Ultra with 3.3. Uh, it looks like uh, Molson Coors, uh, Coors Light is uh, up and coming. Dear God, uh, help me. And then Miller Light again. Dear God, help me. Uh, they are all inching up in sales. But uh, you know that's just sorry. I, I'm not a big fan of the light beers. I, I like, I like good beer. You know nothing against you. You know if you like it. Some people just like Bud. Like Chris Plant. Chris Plant. His favorite beer was Bud Light. You know what he switched to? Switched to Yingling, the oldest brewery in America. Kind of cool. Portland police officers did not hold back when they were asked for anonymous feedback about uh, new training videos designed to teach them how to interact with the city's 
queer community. The videos were hilariously ridiculous and a colossal waste of time. The training is vile, one by some uh, an officer said. God made male and female. Not hard to figure this out. Other adjectives included patronizing, childish, offensive, garbage, and unnecessary. Here's a little uh, sample from the video that the police in Portland were forced to watch that they think is stupid. LGBTQIA2S Plus is an acronym for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and or questioning, intersex. See, that's all I need to hear. I'm not going to watch anything else. I'm going to be looking at my phone. I'm going to be looking at the ceiling because you've already gone to the stupid. Asexual, two-spirit, and the countless affirmative oh ways God. in which people choose to self-identify. The acronym is increasingly being replaced with the term queer community. I've been around for probably the early part of the construction of the acronym when it was just... Yeah, and, and they put the plus on there, by the way, so they can add anything to it. That, that's the plus. I, I was right. I said it goes on to infinity like pi. It does. They keep the plus there so they can add stuff. Gender identity is a person's gender-related identity, appearance, expression, or behavior, regardless of whether the identity... Yeah, do you wonder why businesses are pulling up stakes in Portland? A slide in the Police Bureau diversity training shows how to respond when someone uses the incorrect pronoun. Officers are uh, not liking it. Most of the comments are negative. And I think it's time for police and others to get up and walk out of these sessions and then deride them on social media and hold those accountable for passing this nonsense. Uh, hold them accountable and boot them out of their positions of authority. All right, coming up, Mark Morgan talking about the southern border. The SS Bitanic sets sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. Special guest Mark Morgan going to join us in a second, but first a uh, little musical number from our uh, our good friend Mr. Jim Gossett. If I can get it to play. Hold on one second. Hold on. There you go. A big setup, and then I do the uh, face plan. Here it is, Jim Gossett. Again, Mark Morgan coming up in just one second. About our southern border, which is wide open, like Whoopi's mouth. Down in the West Texas town of El Paso, Biden blew our southern border by plan. Oh, yeah. Obvious. Joe won't go down there and deal with the crisis Cause he's a dunce and a senile old man He hasn't been there yet, neither has Kamala The border's exploding cause Biden's done nothing Taking the week off hit in Delaware Almost every weekend People are suffering as laws are broken Joe won't address it cause he doesn't care 1,500 troops, sure even the mayor who's a democrat he's really hacked up at joe sometimes you just gotta say who won't lift a finger he lets chaos linger six thousand a day cross the border they go i'm giving him the finger Trump's 42 is about to expire. Knowing Joe, he will allow it to die. Of course they are. He wants illegals as Democrat voters. Elections don't count. Kiss your freedoms goodbye. Oh, that is lovely. 
Mark Morgan, former commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Don't get spoiled, Mark. I'm not always going to introduce you with a uh, musical number, but enjoy it while you got it today. Rob, I tell you, this is why I love coming on and talking to you, because with all the insanity going on, the seriousness of a border, you know what? I, I think you're one of a handful of people that, that, that could actually kind of make a smile in the middle of this strategy. So so actually, thank you for that, because it, it's hard these days to smile with what's respect to what's going on. Mark, I got to tell you, and the thing that really bothered me in the last uh, week is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre lying, bold-faced yep. lying, saying that 90% reduction in cross-border crowd. Honestly, that is, St- that is a Stalin-esque media nonsense, uh, and she's been called out. I... I I mean, I think she really crossed uh, the line on that one. What are your thoughts on her comments? And then I want to talk about this really what I would call cynical uh, sending 1,500 active duty troops to the border. Start with KGP. Go ahead. Yeah, Rob, so uh, first of all, thanks for for talking about the White House press secretary. I don't even like to say her name. 90% reduction in illegal immigration, quote, because of Biden's policies. I mean, you're absolutely right. It was a blatant, intentional, knowing lie. And then, the, and, and, and oh, by the way, the entire mainstream media not, doesn't call her on it. Uh, the, the fact checker, like AP loves to be the fact checker, right? I, I mean, literally, Trump was fact checked by, you know, 100 different agencies 30 times a day, and, and not one fact check. Where's the AP on this? And then the next day, when she's actually challenged on it by a Fox reporter, I mean, she actually goes after him for, for accusing him of being kind of hyperbolic in the way he was asking the question. And then, of course, what does she do? Twist, more D.C. swamp. Well, when I said 90 percent, I was only talking about Venezuela's Nicaraguans and Haitians. No, no that's not what you said the day before. You said 90 percent reduction in illegal migration, which we all know is 100 percent a blatant lie. But there's no accountability, Ralph. And that's why people are turning off ABC, CBS, NBC, NPR. Yep. They're turning off Fox now because they're one truth teller. Tucker Carlson has been let go. It's because they want a homogenized message. Uh, you know, big big media is in bed with the deep state, is in bed with these big corporations, in bed with the Global Disinformation Index to steer money to uh, media organizations who spew the party lines. It's it's ridiculous. Let me ask you about this. This, this 1,500 active dirt duty troops being sent to the border. Uh, tell me what this is really all about. Optics. I mean, that's all it's about, Rob, is pure optics. Because here's what the 1,500 troops are not going to do. Oh, by the way, they're also sending 1,200 DHS personnel, mainly from USCIS. So that's, that's 2,700 personnel between the military and DHS UCIS. Here's what they're not going to do. They're not going to be a part of a strategy to secure our southern border. They're not going to be a part of a strategy that utilizes and implements deterrence, consequences, integrity back in the system by reducing fraudulent claims. They're not going to be a part of a strategy to reduce the flow of illegal immigration, therefore to get resources back on the line to secure another, our southern border. The, the, uh, the 2,700 personnel going there is not going to participate in any of that that I just mentioned. The only thing that they will be doing is facilitating to assist the Border Patrol and their new mission, which is a processing enterprise, to process and release those illegally entering 
as fast as humanly possible to alleviate overcrowdedness, to alleviate the bad political optics. Nothing has changed. They're just going to get more efficient at their catch and release policy. There's no deterrence. The flow will continue and our borders will remain unsecure and drugs, criminals and national security threats will continue to pour across our wide open borders. Mark Morgan, I, I get people and, and today has been a prime example. I have people who are desperate. They're angry. They're tired of this malfeasance. They're tired of the abuses and usurpations. They want to know what the hell to do. And I'm telling you, Mark, there are people who want to get in their trucks and they want to drive down to the damn border and they want to form a border themselves. The American people want this, Mark, and I think we're getting real close to people yeah, just it, saying, screw it. If the government isn't going to do something, but by God in heaven, we're going to have to do something. I, I, Rob, I could have said better myself. I'm hearing the same thing, and we both know that's dangerous. But yet I understand. Look, you know, when I talk to you, I look at me right now. I know I'm, I'm fired up. I'm passionate because I'm equally as angry because I know every single day because of this administration's policies that our, our nation's safety and national security is being jeopardized. I mean, the past 25 months, there's been over 1.7 million total gotaways. Think about that. Rob, there, there, there are probably 12, 14 states whose population is that. We've literally added a 51st state in gotaways. And we know among the gotaways are murderers, rapists, pedophiles, aggravated felons and gang members, and potential national security threats. We know drugs are coming in, killing and poisoning you know, hundreds of thousands of Americans in, in a single year. I mean, we could go on and on. And we also know that migrants are dying. I mean, there's been over 1,500 dead migrants found by Customs and Border Protection alone. We know 30% of young women and children are raped on their journey up here. We know that after they enter the United States, unaccompanied minors, we've heard about the stories. They're working in slaughterhouses. They're forced into labor and sex trafficking. We could go on and on. This is un-American. This is unconstitutional. This is insanity. So I get people's frustration. And that's why just this past weekend I was down in Texas in Austin. I attended a rally. You know, the, the states now really are our last line of defense, and that's why people are asking, you know, governors to step up and do more. I'll tell you, they better do something uh, because this is getting out of hand. You've got countries like uh, China who are uh, they're sending military-age men over the border. China up over 800%. Tell me there's something going on there. There is something going on there. We've got uh, places like uh, Venezuela emptying out their prisons and their asylums to come across this border. To me, this is about upsetting the country. Uh, this is about overthrowing the country. This is about taking down the country as founded. That's what it is to me. And then you add that that uh, uh, some states, and tell me make sense of this, some states like uh, Minnesota, I believe Iowa, are making it easier to put children in slaughterhouses to work. Yeah, and everything you just said, Rob, is factual. Right now, it's in congressional testimony, it's in data. There, there have been over, I, I think now we're up to 340,000 unaccompanied minors in the past 26 months. Let that sink in, 340,000. And because it, it's overwhelming for any nation, HHS, Health and Human Services, they're, they're overwhelmed. And just like the Border Patrol, their only goal is not really to do what's in the best interest of unaccompanied minors, which would be to secure the border and stop them from coming. It's that they're, they're overwhelmed, so their, their goal, too, is to process as fast as humanly possible and find them a sponsor. They're not vetting the sponsors. They have no idea what the background of the sponsor truly is. If there's no uh, active warrant out for the individual, oh, good to go. They don't do a home visit. They have no idea what the home environment is. They have no idea who else is living in the home environment. And to, and to, to, to end it, 
They have lost track. They have admitted they have lost track of 85,000 unaccompanied minors. Think about that. Where is the mainstream media, Rob? Where is the outrage? Where is the outcry? Where is AOC and her white pants and her crocodile tears? They've lost track of 85,000. But guess what? We know where they're at. They're at the slaughterhouses like you just mentioned. Um, there was a woman who testified before Congress the other day, uh, Tara Lee Rodas. Did you see this? I, uh, I have, and I've actually, I've actually done a, a couple of uh, media uh, conversations with her. She's my hero. Yeah, here's what she said about what's going on at the southern border with uh, illegal, with children, with children. This is the worst, Mark. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. This is the worst thing I've ever heard about the American government. I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex emergency intake site in California to help HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. Mark, if we allow this to continue, it's over. If we allow this to continue, it's over. It, Rob, it's already over. It's been happening for two years. And Dang listen it. to her testimony. If, if, you don't, if you don't listen to that and go, Holy crap. We have to stop this immediately. If you're not saying that, then you are absolutely devoid of any reasonableness or compassion. You are simply being driven by, by misguided ideology in your politics, and it's BS. I, I mean, and look, the mainstream media, how, how, how many uh, of, of the mainstream media entities have, have played that or asked the question you just did? Zero. Zero. This woman is apolitical. She thought she was doing the right thing, and listen to what she said. She's saying that the United States government now is complicit, and, and they are participating in the world's largest trafficking organization. As I said, they are actually giving somebody to, to uh, unaccompanied mind to a sponsor. The only thing that they do is they check the NCIC check that gives you current status of whether someone is currently wanted for a crime. If they're not wanted for a crime, they're releasing them. They could be a gang member. They could be a cartel member. They could be part of a human trafficking ring. But as long as they don't show up as being wanted for active crime, they're going to release them to the sponsor. And it gets even worse. Again, like I said, they have no idea. They, they haven't done 340,000 home visits. That's not what they do. And you know what they call HSS calls following up? They make a phone call. A phone call, Rob. And if, and if the unaccompanied minor answers are just any adult in the household answers, and they say, oh, we're all good, they're like, okay, check, all good to go here. I mean, it's unconscionable. Mark, there are children being raped in this country. Yep. There, are, there are people profiting off of little girls and boys being molested, little girls and boys being drug mules. I mean... This is not the country as founded. This is not what made America great. This is not the country that uh, freed hundreds of millions of people around the world. This is not the country that has become the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. The people at the top of this snake, this, this snake's head needs to be cut off. And we need to return to our founding principles, Mark, because once you're down with this, it's over. 
I completely agree. That's why we've been calling for the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. That's why we've been calling for a complete reverse in this administration's policies. But, Rob, here's what worries me, though. So, look, I agree with everything you just said, but we just had elections back in November. This should have been a sweeping victory for Republicans on this issue alone, but it wasn't. And, again, I think it's twofold. Well, really, it's threefold. One, I think the mainstream media continues to cover for this administration and lie to the American people. This administration is lying to the American people. We talked about the White House press secretary, and you and I, we talked before about uh, Secretary Meyer, because everything that comes out of his mouth about the border is a lie. He still says it's secure. He still we have operational control, even though his own chief under oath says the opposite. But also, I think we've seen a convergence. I've been serving this country for 40 years, six administrations, Republican, Democrat. I've never seen an administration that really has fueled the convergence of ideological and political appointees to the degree right now. And so we have ideologues and the typical politics that's driving policies rather than what's in the best interest of the administration. Mark, we have to we have to take a break. Can you hold yep. on? And I want you to think about this because my listeners need to know, and I don't have the answers. What do we do? What can we do? I want you to think about that. I'm going to take a break and come back. Does that sound cool? Yeah, absolutely. All right, more with Mark, Mark Morgan right after this on The Rob Carson Show. The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it, and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show. Talking to Mark Morgan, former commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Mark, you've been in the position. Um, Tell us about what what is happening there. You you were at the the big uh, convention of states um, uh, event in Austin uh, last weekend that Mark Meckler was happening. Um, what what's happening at the border? How have things changed with uh, the border since you left office? And what can we do as citizens to stop this? So, uh, 180 degrees again. The, the entire approach from this administration is ops, the, the 180 degrees opposite of the approach that we took. We took uh, uh, the, the strategy to secure our border, and it's very simple, Rob. You don't have to be a border security expert. It's, it's that we, you have to have a strategy whose approach applies a deterrence to those thinking about violating our laws and consequences of those that do, and integrity back in the system by reducing fraudulent claims. Shocker, huh? That's what we did. So we, we, we applied a strategy of deterrence, consequences, and integrity back in the system to reduce fraudulent claims. Through programs like the Safe Third, uh, Safe Third Country programs we had with all three Northern Triangle countries, gone. The wall system, gone. The Remain in Mexico program, which helped reduce illegal immigration by 85% in February of 2020. Listeners, check it out. It's a fact. Gone. Interior enforcement to remove criminals from the streets of our country under the Biden administration, gone. And so all this act is a beacon because their strategy is open borders, ali ali income free. And that's why we've had right now in the first 26 months, wait for it, 7.4 million. That's 6 million total encounters and 1.4 million gotaways for a total of 7.4 million aliens that have made their way to our southern border in 26 months. That's insanity. It's unsustainable. And that's why there's no resources. There's no border patrol agents doing law enforcement. They're doing processing duties. And that's all they are. Their, their mission has been fundamentally shifted. And that's why cartels now have operational control of a large area of our border. Drugs, criminals, and potential national security threats are pouring in. What can we do, Mark? What, what can so people this, do? I have no freaking clue, dude. Yeah, so, so here, here's a couple of things. I know this gets old, but we got to keep saying it, right? It's just like, you know, if, you, if you've been married for 20 years and you tell your spouse you love them every day, yeah, make sure it still means something, right? And so it's still important to say. 
and, and so I'll say that is we've got to get to Capitol Hill. We've got to make sure that our senators and representatives understand the problem, and we need to hold them accountable. Right now, there's a border security bill that, that's, that's floating through the House right now. We need to mandate. It should have already been on the floor for a vote. It should have been H.R. 1, but here we are in May, and they're still kind of screwing around trying to get to the border. Um, I, I hope it's the strongest border security bill that it can be. So that's number one. Number two, because this administration has abdicated their constitutional responsibility to protect the states from threats outside. That's in the Constitution. I, I really encourage your listeners to look it up. I'm not making it up. It's in black and white. Article 4, Section 4, Article 1, Section 10 also then says that if the federal government fails to do that, the states have a self-help remedy to protect themselves. And so now that's where the states are the last line of defense. So we really need to push states like Texas to step up and do more. Yeah, well, we would do that to Arizona, but unfortunately, Katie Hobbs stole an election. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, I said it out loud. Uh, Mark, I greatly appreciate you joining me. God uh, God bless you. Would you, uh, just uh, 20 seconds, would you you resume your activities at the border uh, with Donald Trump as the new president if he was elected again? Absolutely. Two things. As long as Tom Holman's coming back, then I'm in. All right, brother. Have a glorious day, man, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, you bet. Thanks. All right, that's going to do it. we got to come back, wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, have a glorious day. Make sure to check out the podcast. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen to hear Mark Morgan's epic interview today, as well as the other stuff on the show. Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you. We're going to get through this. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid.